All right. You there? I I think I'm here. Are are, are you there? <laughs> what a great way to start this episode. <laughs> and in and in uh, honor of my son's newfound love of one usher, I would just like yeah. to say, and I think it's I think it's fitting. Um, I'm gonna be all right tonight. You don't have to call. It's okay, girl. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this is a weird, uh, it's like a upgrade, I think on Skype, which is how we record our calls where it's sort of like, as soon as I hit recording, like you just disappeared. So there you go. Uh, in our very professional manner, um, <laughs> we're just going to keep it. Why not? Who cares? That's right. We're, we're two dads that don't have time to edit a podcast. It's true. That's why we don't have <laughs> explosions or like fun sounds or like oh, horns cool. and stuff. Like, a cool no. intro song. Like, right. Hey, Aaron calling. Hey, Aaron calling. <laughs> Who's that on the phone? It's Aaron. <laughs> right. And there's not like a ha, 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 ha in the background every time we tell a joke or like drop somebody's name. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish we yep. had all those things. But it would, um, it would be really good if we did. It's hard enough to find time just to just to record. And uh, it's it's. I think this summer, of course, everything's changing with like sort of the Delta variant. But I think, you know, we were because we had teenagers, we were able to have a fully vaccinated family. So I think this summer we were just like, we're just doing everything. Right. <laughs> so right. I've been, As you should have. Like, I've been running like crazy. In fact, today is the uh, um, first day of school, first day back. In right. school. So the summer flew by because of how crazy the last what however two years have been really, I guess at this point. And so, sure. um, so yeah, so it's like, we are trying to cram everything in. And, uh, so it's, it's been rough to, uh, to find time for, uh, to record. So, um, yep. we, here we are. <clears throat> we, I, I thought it would be fun to come back with the most ridiculous topic <laughs> of all time. <laughs> it's a goodie. It's a goodie that I think when you dropped the idea of this to me, I think I, uh, Almost immediately, it was like, this is already giving me a headache. <laughs> I already have a headache trying to figure out how to do what we're about to do. But I think I think I've done it, although I'm still looking literally at a computer screen that has like yeah. pictures of each of the things we're about to do. And I'm like, am I am I really ready for what we're about to do? I'm not sure. So I don't think we'll figure so. it out. I'll set it up this way. There's always uh, sports podcasters that like to do Mount Rushmore's where they say, you know, who are the, you know, who are your Mount Rushmore for basketball players or whatever. And, right. you know, it's always an argument and it's never really right or wrong. And so I see uh, what you did there, by the way. It's always an argument. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. So. <laughs> We have stupidly decided to rank uh, all the Fugazi records. Yep, I don't think we it's possible. Uh, I think so. Here's the thing: I think it's possible one, two, three, and then everything after it gets a little wonky. But okay. And well, I will say this: mine is. Bottom. Oh, we are okay. Good. I guess that's good. Okay. Maybe. So, um. Yeah, mine are only marginally. Again, that's a bad pun. And, uh, my, my, mine are only marginally different. Like honestly, it's like it could just be like one A B C D E F whatever. But no, this is this is really the stupidest idea I've ever had because there's really no 
there's, there's no wrong really answer. A, there's there's really no wrong answer when somebody no. says, "Oh, you should rank <clears throat> Fugazi albums." Like, the, well, yeah. the, the right answer is you're an idiot. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'll give it to two guys named Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> and let them do it. <laughs> what I'm mostly interested in, I yes. think, is right. how our lists differ. It's, yes. So this isn't really more. This is more an exercise of our. Yes. Uh, of us. So we're uh, ranking our more, friendship. More, yeah. More than it is, uh, more than it is, um, you know, uh, truly whether or not one album is better than the other. Uh, Correct. Correct. Because it's really impossible. But I thought I would set it up by giving the quick run through of the discography because. Yeah. Because we kind of figured a, out what we wanted to a, do too. Yeah, they're kind of a weird band because the way they started, you know, they released a lot of like EPs and then obviously yep. a lot of like, you know, uh, seven inches or 12 inch, you know, EPs and then sort of started combining those in the album. So, right. This is how we're going to do the discography, the Fugazi discography as according to Aaron Calling. This is what we're going to yes. do. Yes. Right. Tell me if this is wrong from what I told you last time. But so it would go like this. This is a discography in order. So it'd be. Uh, 13 songs in 1989, yep. which technically we understand is sort of a almost a compilation, but we're going to run yes. with it. Yep. Uh, repeater in 1990. Yep. Steady, steady Diet of Nothing in 1991. Correct. In on the Kill Taker, 1993. Yep. Red Medicine, 1995. Yep. End Hits, 1998. Yep. And The Argument in 2001. Yes, and I think we were going to give an honorable mention to the instrument soundtrack, which came between End Hits and The Argument. Yes, that is true. That's right. true. And Not... by honor- honorable mention, we mean something we both own and never listen to. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. I listen to it, obviously, <clears throat> when I watch the movie, but and I actually yes. own a copy of the movie, but um, I, don't, I very rarely pull that out and listen to it, which is fine. There's nothing... Nothing right. wrong with that. It's what it is. It's a soundtrack. It is a so, yeah. yes. It is a movie. I feel like anybody who's a fan of music. There are a few music documentaries. I feel like anybody who's a fan of music in general should see. That's one of them. Like I just think it. I like, agree with you. It does look. It's very specific, but it's also very uh, holistic. If if that is the right word in that context about just music in general, music business things, and also like this band who's you know pretty important to a lot of people so anyways <clears throat> so all right we are we are we are how do we say this properly we're, we're ranking these from the best to or worst <laughs> to best doesn't sound right how about we'll go we'll say how about least favorite to favorite yes Does i was gonna work? say yes okay. least personal favorite to most personal favorite all right i like that i like here that. we go okay you <clears throat> go with so uh, how many are there? One, seven, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Yes. So your seventh pick in, in the, what? In the 2021 NBA draft. <laughs> uh, my seventh pick, and I have fumbled horribly <laughs> around at this one. Um, I think at this point in my life, my seventh pick would be 13 songs. Interesting. Yes, I knew this was going to be a, a point of contention in this list. Here is why. It is the first Fugazi record that I heard. It contains Waiting Room, of course, which is the first Fugazi song I think anybody ever hears. I think yeah. 
I, I don't know why that is true. I heard it at like a was in a cover band and we were playing at a frat party, if that tells you anything, and waiting room <laughs> came on the stereo. So You're that so is Georgia. Right, right. West Georgia. Ooh, ooh. Um so uh I think for my money at this point in my life, there's a point in my life where I would have said this is absolutely number one, top of the heap. Um I think after much consideration, because it is such a direct uh experience. If, if that's yeah. right, like the musically, it's just like in your face, like this is this is this band in this moment. Gee wasn't even really totally a part of the whole thing yet. Good. That's a good um, point. So it wasn't like they had totally coalesced into what they were going to be. And there's less like we're pushing ourselves into a bound into we're pushing our own boundaries out. And more like this is just the immediate like post hardcore thing. Like this is literally like what post hardcore sounds like, kind of thing. So, anyways, that's my I, that's my uh, number one number seven pick. Sorry, number seven pick. Your what you got? Uh, um, I actually agree with all your points. Those are really well thought out points. Oh, thanks. See, I told you it gave me a headache. <laughs> I am uh, okay. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> Are you are you I, thinking differently about yours now? My number. Well, I just went to look at the song titles on mine, and then I was right. like, "Wait, why did I pick this seven? Okay, right. I picked, and I hate it already. I picked End Hits as number seven. Oh wow! Although I can completely, I I get it, but now like, <clears throat> looking at. So what's interesting is. As we go through this, I think you're going to find something that's common with me when it comes to, like, Fugazi albums. I think that yeah. there's some that, like, start really strong, and then right. they, ta- they tail off a bit, and they get kind of, yes. like, jammy. And yes. it's not that I don't like the jammy stuff. I do. It's just that right. I find that sometimes I'd rather just get right back into, like, the in-your-face songs or whatever. And so right. the first, like... <clears throat> five or six songs like i love five corporations um, yes Oof. i love i love place position and caustic acrostic and yep. then i think it just sort of kind of starts to bounce around it's like you know pink frosty you know floating boy <laughs> floating boy is a great example it just sort of floats <laughs> for the rest of the record so right. right if i if i had to say that that was going to be one that i would probably that that's it. That's my number seven. I can't even say my least favorite. It's so stupid. <laughs> right, right, right. I no, I get it. And and again, like I said, thirteen songs at one point would have totally been number one and not yep. number seven. But yep. same thing. It's like ugh, even as I say it, I'm like, do I really mean that? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna call you right back and be like, can we erase that? This entire episode. This is a terrible the fact idea. That, the fact that, the fact that we're putting this we're putting this on record is really the worst <laughs> idea we've ever had. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Okay. So number six. Number six. Okay. And I will. Here comes the caveat for this one. Also contains songs that I am super a fan of <clears throat> and love, but contains my least favorite uh, recording sonically of oh. all of the Fugazi records. Oh, this is good. Uh, so number six, only because of the, because I listened to this one the least, honestly, because of how it sounds, which is yep. a terrible reason to not listen to a record, no, but no. it's a thing. 
Steady Diet of Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the songs on there, amazing. Like, I've seen them play them live and be like, oh, my God, yep. that was so good. It yep. also, trivially, it also uh, contains the one song that when I asked, are there any songs that you guys don't play live anymore? It contains the one song that both Ian and Brendan told me they do not play or did not play, which was uh, KYEO, Keep Your Eyes Open. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he was like, we do not play that anymore. I was like, interesting, because I always wanted to hear you play that. Never going to hear that. <laughs> okay, great. Good to know. Um, again, that song is one of my favorites. Uh, but you, But I don't know. It's just, I mean, there's such great songs on that record, but they are represented poorly and yeah. i listen to it the least because of that i uh i'm gonna i'm gonna back <clears throat> you up totally mine my steady diet is close uh we're close yeah on that one. yeah uh my number six oh i hate uh this is <laughs> it hurts it's not true <laughs> it hurts it's not true it's not true <laughs> Nothing in this uh, is true. This is, this is these are all lies. This is all fake news. This is yeah. whole episode fake news. Okay, Can we start over with like Sonic Youth albums. I feel like yeah, those are. I easy. know, I know, I know. <clears throat> yeah, because they had some. You know, they 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 were around long enough to to turn right. in some uh, not so great ones. Okay, yeah. uh, all right. My number six is Red Medicine. Oh, you wound and, me. <laughs> and I will I will explain why. Yep. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. It's very similar to End Hits, but Do You Like Me, Bedford Scraping, Birthday Pony, like, are probably... Yeah. So, okay, so there's only one thing I don't like. So the first four songs are Do You Like Me, Bedford Scraping, Latest Disgrace, and Birthday Pony. If I could yeah. resequence an album, I would yes. put Birthday Pony right after Bed for the Scraping because gotcha. that would actually melt your face off. Like, you would not yes. have a face after those three songs started. Correct. That would be... It's one <clears> of the best... And minus latest disgrace to, to me, and I even I'll even still just listen to it because I know what's coming with birthday party. Right, but that's right. probably four of like, it's just so weird. It's <clears> like probably four of my favorite songs on a record. Right, it's like right, it just blows you away. But then, and it's sort of back to what I was saying earlier, it kind of starts to just go down all these different avenues, and okay. it never really kind of gets back for me, at least, to sort of that punch of the beginning and. um Right. And so usually after like Birthday Pony or a couple, like maybe, uh, I'm trying to think if there's another song in there. Usually there's like one song kind of later in the, where I just sort of like, I'm ready to move on to another Fugazi album where I kind of get that energy back. Does that make sense? <laughs> like it loses right. a little bit of energy for me. So, right. Um, and I, I, I just like my answer already. So I'd like to, I'd like to call, <laughs> I'd like to call a friend. Can we get the can we get somebody out of the bullpen for this one, please? Can we get yeah, the lefty? I, I need the lefty. Uh, here, all right. uh, oh God! Next. <laughs> all right, now it's getting now now after this pick, I will I will definitely have to say it's like a matter of degrees, yeah. <laughs> like to a to a point that really makes the list silly after this number. Um, what are we five? We're at five. Number five. Oof. This is terrible. Um, repeater. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> um, and see, this is where our paths are diverging slightly because uh, I 
am a fan of the Jamie or Fugazi, but I think that's partially because I saw them and this is giving away some of my list. I saw them on the red medicine tour when they had really started. Like that was the moment where people, like I remember people before they went on that tour talking about Fugazi's jamming now. Like there's like this whole, there was like this movement of thing. Like you would read about it. Like people like, uh, I don't know what's happening, but, I think they might be like smoking weed or something because now they're jamming yep. and it's like, they're like really doing stuff because they played like versions of like uh pink frosty at yep. that show. And it was like, Gee pulls out like a clarinet and played oh. the little thing. And I was like, what is happening? But I was also like just about to graduate high school and like totally loving it. Anyways, that's not about repeater repeater. Uh, sort of the same reason as 13 songs this one is higher on the list because i think the songs are super strong i think the production is great i think um gee is in the fold fully and playing guitar at this point which brought a different flavor to the proceedings um it's number five on my list it's number one in my heart (laughs) i like Um, that only because they're all number one in my heart, but um, as far as like the ones that I, because I kind of base this on thing, the ones that I go back to the most, um, yeah, mainly, and that's this is this is not one that I play all the time, but when I put it on, it's gonna just I'm gonna ride the whole thing out, like Man. I'm not gonna turn it off. So it's still it's still that that feeling of we haven't got we haven't quite gotten to where we're gonna go we're still on the journey. That's kind of where repeater is for me. So, yeah. I like my number five is steady diet of nothing. So we were close on. Yeah. 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 And I do think it comes back a lot to one of the things that's interesting. If you sit down and listen to like their discography in order, which is a little bit of what I did, you know, kind of getting ready for this asinine idea that I have, (laughs) but um, is that you do hear, their albums start sounding better and I, yes. I do think one of the one of the biggest disappointments about not disappointments but one of the things that i would have loved to have heard is like how that production would have gotten better and better and better like right you know what i mean we're 20 years out from their last album which is hard to believe that's i don't makes, really want to talk about it <laughs> but uh you know that's <laughs> that's a lot of time where they could have i've heard other post Fugazi albums and you hear how the production's gotten, you know, right. And so I, I agree with you. Um, yeah. Steady diet or nothing is, is down there kind of uh, that for me. It's also sort of the one that I just sort of forget about. I don't know right. why, but I just, right. I just tend to forget about it. I have the, it was one of the first of their LPs I ever bought, I found in the store and grabbed it, you know, but yeah. um, for some reason I just don't go back to it nearly as much as, as some of the other albums. So that's my, yeah. that's my number five. I feel like there's a lot of people for whom Steady Diet was like their first Fugazi record. Yeah, like, that's true. Like a lot of people around our age group, that was the one. Probably because like, what's that, 91? Yeah. So like, you know, Nevermind is happening. Yeah, uh, that's true. And like the year that quote punk broke or whatever, um, like all that stuff is going on and like their name is out there. I felt like more. So like probably more people are like, oh, I'm going to go to a record store and check out what this band is about because everybody keeps talking about them so it's like i feel like that's one of those that like a lot of people point to is like oh that's the first thing i heard and you're like 
That's interesting because that may then be their favorite or least favorite. Who knows? It, so. it also seems like the one that you always hear a lot of the songs live. I mean, you know, right. Reclamation, Nice yeah. New Outfits, Stacks, Latin Roots, yeah. um, Long Division. You know, those are like Oof. pretty much guaranteed, um, you know, live tracks. So, yeah. Um, yeah Long I Division don't... is so good. Yeah, it's, it's very good. So. All right. Number oh. four. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> now it's really getting rough. Um, number four. So these are now, let's see, one D C B and a, because okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're basically all that's the best, the same it. for me. Yeah. Um, number four, I will say, and <laughs> hits. <laughs> Uh, will I, I love, say end I, hits? I, I yes, I will say end hits will be number four. I love how I love how painful that was. Yes, uh, um, I'm enjoying so, our torture more than our answers. Right, right, right. <laughs> so a little backstory for me and my involvement—not involvement, my uh, proximity to this. Uh, when I moved to DC to play in Blue Tip, which was a band on Discord. Um, yeah. Jason Farrell, who did a lot of the cover uh, mechanics design for most of these records, um, especially, uh, I think, from like in on the Killtaker on, I think he was like involved. Uh, he was working on the cover for end hits like on his computer. Like when I walked in, I was like, what's that? He was doing he was putting the like the mud thing on their face on the back. Yeah. Like yeah. he was doing he's like. <laughs> I remember being like, I don't know, man. They just want they they want me to cover up their face with this mud stuff. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but we got we went on a like my first like road trip with them as the new kid drummer. Um, we had a tape of they had just I think mixed end hits. Like this was like, and so they we had like a tape of this, and we were like, oh man, let's hear this, and we were all like what has happened yeah <laughs> like like wow this is crazy but it also sounded sort of like a i don't know it sounded weirdly like in that moment i remember hearing it and being like this sounds like a strange like sound garden record in some weird <laughs> universe like what yeah. like what are they what are they doing i saw them play for their 15th no 10 year anniversary show or whatever yeah. that year it was like at the same place or whatever it's an instrument. Um, uh, and they played a bunch of the songs off this record and it was like great, but still weird. Um, and so initially I was like, I don't know about this one, but after a little while it really grew and occupies a, occupies a space towards the top. Not, not as much towards the bottom as it probably would have when I first heard it just because i didn't totally get it but um yeah. i do i do love like you i love a lot of the songs there are times when i'm like seems like it's dragging but i guess my response sort of to that feeling is that they seem to always pick it back up like yeah almost like they knew like yeah we got a couple of these that are really great and we, we need to put them in the track list but we know that it's going to drag so right after this we got to bring it back with something you know yeah and I feel like this is even maybe the record that they were like the least worried about doing that on. Like they're just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. 
This is our weird one. Here we go. So that's it. I like End it. Hits. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All my right. What you number, got? My number four is 13 songs. Aha. And uh, you are right. When we get to this point, it's, I mean, <laughs> right. It's really, you know, I mean, it, they're like, you talk about splitting hairs. I mean, it's not yes. even, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't even, I can't even really justify like where this, why this is in the middle. <laughs> I guess maybe, right. um, you know, I guess for me, I kind of went, um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to like, without giving away my, my next right. ones, explain kind of where this is. Um, I think I sort of discovered Fugazi differently, like not on 13 songs and then, right. When I heard then 13 songs was the one that sort of legitimized what I'd heard where I was like, sure. oh, right. So, right. Uh, so, yeah. So I think it's kind of right in the middle. It's sort of like when you're listening to it, you know, um, nowadays, you just sort of feeling like you're hitting the head on the nail. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, right. yeah, you know, and uh, right. You know, it, you know, I guess I guess it's more of like a. I don't know. There's less to discover. You know what I right. mean? Like even with some of yeah. these other albums, you find like there's like, oh, like, you know, that song really hit me differently at this age. And I feel right. like 13 songs kind of just reminds you of being a teenager and just right. being like angsty and just wanting to go nuts. And so right. that's right, right. kind of the record you go to when you need like, you know, when you want to relive that feeling for whatever reason. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that that thing of the. Yeah, I think we both kind of said it. Um, yeah. There's like that immediacy of like, there is no like hidden, like we're not really, we're not really hiding any of the topics or like, there's no like mystery about it. It's like, yeah. this is what suggestion is about this. And, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, even if you don't know exactly what the waiting room is or might be, you kind of have an idea at the same time. And you're like, yeah, okay. Like yep. at least the feeling of it is like, yep, that's the thing. I'm mad about stuff because I'm yep. whatever age we were. Um yeah. definitely. Totally get All right, it. That that was my number four. All right. Number four. Number three. We're in the top three. Here. Oh boy, here we go. What's your what's your one D? One C, sorry. What's yeah, one C. D? Um man, this is this is hard. This is real hard. Um I think I'm probably going to say <laughs> just for the sake of brevity um probably going to say the <laughs> argument there you go um which I know now is giving away portions of the proceedings um uh I went back and forth on this one a lot between two records for this exact point um i would also like to say that i should have mentioned my our uh honorable mention instrument soundtrack should have come just before probably end hits even though uh but that's more of a chronological thing for me than anything i think it just fits really well right there whatever it does i don't i don't listen to it i mean well it has a lot of jammy stuff you were talking about for obvious reasons because it's a soundtrack but yeah um the argument, uh, the last Fugazi record, uh, 
arguably at a point this again would have been number one on my list um i wore this thing out i think we all did when it came out uh it features hand claps (laughs) it has cello on it it has not the first time they've done the two drummer thing um but the first time I feel like they did the two drummer thing for an entire record or most of it an entire record, they did it on in hits too. But for sure, Jerry Busher was the second drummer for most of, of that record. Um, so the drummer in me loves that. Uh, I think there are songs on here that are the most fully realized Fugazi songs of probably all of them, like in the sense of like, their songs, when you hear it, you're like, that is Fugazi almost reinterpreting everything that Fugazi inspired and like yeah. making it like, haha, we can still do this better than you. <laughs> like, all you guys sounded like us for a minute, but we're still better at it. Um, it is the best possible way to go out. If you're going to go out and be like, that's it, we're done that's the kind of record you want to make. Like it is, it's a, it's a stunner. Yeah. No, no way around it. It just isn't the number one stunner for me right now. (laughs) Number one stunner. Number one stunner. My number three is, uh, uh, is repeater. Aha. Yes. And it is one of the ones that I've listened to the most after all these years, or I, I end up going back to listening to it more, uh, Right. Uh, definitely more than 13 songs. And, um, you know, kind of what I was saying earlier, I think this is the one where it just flows. Like, it's yes. just it's a great driving record. And I think yep. when you reach an age where we are, let's say, our 40s or whatever, and are probably best at times listening music listening time is probably in a vehicle trying to get right. people somewhere trying to make it to right. an event of some sort or just get to work or whatever sure and um usually when i pull up the discography i'll usually you know in my car um you know uh repeater is the one that i usually select and it just you know it's just there's like no stopping it it just goes yeah. and it's just you know you've got like even brendan number one the instrumental is like yeah really catchy in your face and it ties perfectly between repeater and merchandise yeah um and you know you still got you know like it goes into like sophisticated fine and greed you know Oof. and then you've got two beats off which is just kind of fun do you know what i mean but yep. um yeah that's it's it is one of the ones that if 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 i were to go back and say we were using this list as what we gravitate to most right now like what we find ourselves clicking on the most that that's definitely my um my number three are we on three yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes my number three all right yes yeah as you can tell it's uh uh i'm obviously uh keeping count here but um actually i'm writing yours down as we go but i lost track on mine but anyway nice uh yeah so repeater it's uh i don't know i just uh it, it 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 starts and it finishes and it, it it gives me a little bit of that great uh it's a great driving record i'll say that so yes and anytime they busted into those songs and if you if anybody out there is a fan and they haven't discovered this or don't know this there's a whole thing called the fugazi fugazi live 
archives archives i believe yeah yeah um and you can access it through uh discord site um basically they taped almost every show that they ever played um to varying quality levels but they will tell you what those quality levels are and you seriously only have to pay i think five bucks or whatever you want to pay for the download um and you can relive a show that you were at or find a show that is like legendary or you want to hear the last Fugazi show it's up there. Um, they got them all up. It spent, they spent years putting them all up digitizing. I think Joe Lally did it. Um, I have the two shows that I went to back to back in Atlanta. Um, I got them and they were, I was like, I just want to see if they're as good as I like even remotely remember, or did I make that up? And I was like, no, they were that good. (laughs) It was really good. And they played, you know, when they went into the repeater songs, it was just like, yes, like yeah, live. It just like pumped, like it just gets everybody like hyped. Like yeah. it was like a moment, you know. Um, I, I yeah. saw them in 99 in Los Angeles at a place yeah. called the, pa- the Palace. And that show is available. And I think I've actually bought it multiple times because I keep losing yeah. track of it. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, totally, totally agree that it's always fun to kind of go and uh um, and go back through and listen to those songs as well. So yeah. All right. What what's your number two? What what's your one B? Number number two one B. Red Medicine. Yeah. Um. Again, saw them on this tour. This is the. It was released the year I graduated high school. Uh. There's a lot of there's a lot of emotional investment in this record yeah. for me. Good. Um. Good. This is one of the first records I remember listening to, like, headphones in at home everybody else is asleep shut the door couldn't go to sleep because i was a teenager and i was like hopped up on like hormones and like just restless whatever um and just sitting there and listening to it with headphones like wow this is like you know this is nothing else this is this is everything that i wanted it to be um i saw them yeah twice two nights in a row at the masquerade in Atlanta on this tour, uh, met them that night. Um, yeah, it was like, it's just a whole lot of awesome memories around it. And like, yeah, my, even my friends who were like, eh, I don't know about Fugazi. Like when this record came out, we're like, wow, they really, they're, they're doing stuff. And we're like, yeah, this is not like, they're not just like some like dumb quote unquote punk band. Like they're like doing things and yeah, yeah. it's, it's stretching, stretching the the bounds of things um it is quintessentially a fugazi record and just like you said it blasts you the first like three to four out of the block just blast you it has a little bit of a come down moment um they bring it back a little bit and then you have the like anthemic ian song at the end uh with a long distance runner um which is like you know this like another like statement of purpose song yeah you always save those for the last yes there's like very few records that don't end with like a very like pointed ian message like haha um but yeah it's yeah to say that this is second on a list is not doing any justice it's literally like by degrees underneath the number one so yeah i agree yeah. Uh, it, so we met in 1996. So that album yep. came out in 95. So whenever yep. I think of Fugazi, I think of 
Red Medicine, I think of you because I remember Aww. you being like, "Oh, this is like my favorite, my favorite record." It's <laughs> so true. I was like, and "You're like, you're like, why, why is Ian like singing into a guitar and going like, right, right, right?" What you sounded like when I met you in college. So that's, it's it's like a weird, yeah. a weird, a weird, uh, not a weird, but it's it's definitely like a, that's what I think of for sure. And I, I think there was a show. Don't hold me to this. I think there was a right. show in '95 at. 328 performance hall uh in nashville so when you saw them did you see them in 95 or 96 i saw them it was just before i moved so it would have been 96? i guess it would have been 96 because it was okay. just before i moved to go to school okay gotcha so i think they played 328 <clears throat> in 96 as well no and it, i lied it's 95 because okay, okay. i just graduated it's like fall like yeah like okay, fall gotcha. of 95 i think yeah yeah so they, yeah. they did, um, yeah, because did you take like a year off before you started school? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because yeah. we were freshmen, yeah. even though you're, yeah. So right. the, uh, yeah, so I think in 95 they played 320 Performance Hall. So I was uh, not able to see that show because I was still in high school. So right. um moved here in 96 and then uh, I may be wrong, but if there was another show between 96 and 99, like. Either I was at, away for the summer and just for some reason didn't go back and see it, or right because the the closest I ever was able to see them when I was in Los Angeles for a semester in school in '99, and they were playing like two nights. I still kick myself for only going one night of the two, right. but um, uh, and I just never remember ever kind of getting a Nashville shot at seeing them. So I don't know if I just missed a show in there or not. But anyway, I feel like if there had been a show, you and I would have gone. But um, absolutely, but. Uh, Yep, that's 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 how it all kind of ties in together. So that's my funny. number my number two is the argument. Aha. And I'll explain it this way. Yep. So when this album came out it was two thousand one. So for me, I would have been probably one or two releases into uh, the wonderful idea that I had to start my own record label. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so I think at that time uh, one of the things that I always tell people when they want to get involved in the music industry, and you may you may agree with me on this, you may disagree, sure. but if you want to get in the music industry because you really love music, it, it can ruin that for you. Absolutely. Um, and so I remember you get into sort of this, you start your own record label, you're trying to sign bands, trying to put out CDs, you're just kind of yep. in this competitive sort of thing there's never going to be another band that sounds like fugazi so when a fugazi record comes out you buy it you listen to it and then you just i probably just sort of put it away and um uh i have only really recently in the last couple years come around to really fall in love with that record and i'm glad that it sort of took that long because it sort of gives me something to listen to when like it gives me something to go back and rediscover in a time when, it, like we said, it's been 20 years since they put out a record. So right. that record has just come, it's come back and it's grown on me because I think at that time I was listening to music more as like either a competitive nature or, you know, is that some sort of band I should work with? Or like, what's really right. big right now? Is it melodic hardcore? Is it, you know, emo? What is it, you know? And, and right. do I need to be trying to sign bands sound like that? And so you tend to, you tend to get in your own head and, and, and miss out on things. And so I, I definitely sort of did not spend the time I should have when that record came out in 2001. It was also 
I think I well, I graduated college in 2000. So by the time that yep. record came out, I was not even a year into ha- like holding down a job and, you know, right. all that stuff. And so I think it just life got in the way of me really spending time with it. And uh, but but now I've, I've really gone back and, and, and dug into it. And I've, that's a great that's one of my favorites for like it's a good Fugazi LP record to have and play at home because it's not overbearing. Does that make sense? Right. Like it's not yeah. like everybody yeah, else yeah. is like, you turned on this really loud punk rock record. It's like, yes. what just like happened? It's, what you were, it's like what you were saying. Like it's, it's kind of like their artiest record. If you know, if you yeah. will, like, um, yeah. and, and, and it's, it is a testament to like what could have come. And that that's, I think when I listen to it too, I always get a little sad of like, Oh man, I wonder what the next one would have sounded like. Cause it probably right. would have been, uh, you know, even more uh, sort of, out there but still melodic that they that's the way they were always kind of able to do it so um yeah so that's my number two which brings me to the fact that we have the same number one <laughs> which i did not expect i'll be honest i did not expect this i did not expect this at all <laughs> so our i didn't either our agreed upon number one is in on the kill taker Oof. which <laughs> wow yeah you Hi. you go you go first <laughs> i guess we i guess we i guess our our rating our friendship worked <laughs> 100 percent. we got 100 percent. yay uh okay and on the kill taker um if 13 songs is the first i heard of fugazi and on the kill taker is the first fugazi record i owned um i bought it at kevin's cds in Carrollton, georgia used cd store this is how important this one was i can remember going in and being like what the deuce is this the cover like everything about this record to me um because i was buying it on cd um it was used in the used bin when that was a thing uh in a in a big way um i remember picking it up and being like what is this because it's like the cover seemed like this weird art project um when you open it up there's like you know it says like i will i will i will all over the cd like it's like printed on the cd which i was like whoa this seems uh 93 is the years came out also the year that like in utero came out um so it's like a big big like this is like a a subject for another episode like 93 is like one of those years in the 90s specifically or holistically 93 specifically is like one of those years that like so many records came out that were like so huge and influential um yeah and this is one of those records because a lot of people talk about this record um it was it still is like when i put this on listening through these to like get ready for this um i think is when i texted you i was like is 23 beats off possibly the best fugazi song ever because <laughs> i was just like it like every time that song comes on it just hits me like nothing else like i'm just like it just it could make you go crazy because of the end like feedback just snare yep. drum thing but it's also yeah. so absolutely perfect everything about that is just like this is exactly that's how this record feels like everything about it. The band picture on the inside is like, these dudes mean business, but they're also like, they look like they're tired. Cause they've been out like working real hard. <laughs> um, when I got to 
I did not know about the history of this record, which was that they apparently had gone to Chicago to originally record it with Steve Albini, um, which if you've never heard those uh, snippets, which there are some, you should because it will make you appreciate what actually happened later. Like it was agreed upon, I think, even when they left Chicago that like this ain't the thing. Like, and when you hear those. Yeah, when you hear those songs in that form, you're like, yeah, they weren't quite there. Um, and so I think there's a little bit of extra oomph to this record because they came back and they were kind of pissed off a little bit about maybe not nailing it or like, now we got to redo this record, that kind of thing. Like, they just went in and blazed through it. Um, it has yeah. all those hallmarks of like uh, the the first like three songs are just like non-stop rock yep. <laughs> like it just does not let up and uh i remember putting it on when i got it i came home and put it into my parents sony five cd changer nice. <laughs> whose nice. parents all our parents had that same stereo and yep. uh you know put it on and was like had it up a little too loud and was like oh my god when it came on <laughs> and uh but it's like, yeah, that's you like, know, it has, that, it has that slow build up. Yeah, it comes in with like a and then just like, turn it up because you're like, well, I can't really hear this. And then it's like, right. You're like, oh, no, no. We're up and running now. Yeah. It is the best marriage of the in your face of like, repeater 13 songs and what was about to happen on from red medicine on it is like that moment where it becomes very apparent that they're about to do other things it's almost like they're kind of like sloughing off all the old ways of doing it like we're just going to do this with feedback and our our jams are really just going to be us making guitar noise like but we're just going to do a lot of that on this record and get it out of our system and then from here on out we'll do weirdness you know that will be our way to do that um yeah yeah it's just it's another one you put that thing on you're not taking it out like yeah and it does not have an anthemic uh ian ender yeah which is kind of strange i always thought instrument was a little anthemic oh it is but it doesn't have that's not the last song oh that's true like red medicine and uh the argument um it it's a last chance for a slow dance or whatever yeah, like ends on that, which is still a great, like, I mean, yeah. And it has like uh sweet and low, which is like probably my favorite instrumental of theirs. Um, yeah. it's just great. I can't, yeah. I could, I could keep talking about every song for the full hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had the same experience. There was the, I think it's number one for me because it was the first of their albums I bought. And I remember buying the cassette tape at Walmart <laughs> Oh yeah, right. <laughs> it was like eight bucks, and I had just enough money to buy something. And uh, you know, as I as I am now, like you know, if I was out shopping, I would I wanted to buy something, so I just whatever right. I had, you know, I would I would just buy it. And I remember sort of hearing about the band, or maybe reading about them, or maybe you know, right. obviously '93 is like peak grunge, you know. And yes. So, you know, it was probably like saw a Fugazi shirt on Eddie Vedder or something like that. It's like, what is right. that? You know? And so 
I remember it's like, this is eight bucks. It seems like a lot of people reference it. I'll buy it and see. And I remember opening it up too and thinking the same thing. Like when you look at them, because again, it's peak grunge. It's like, who are these nerds? You know what I mean? It's like, right. none of them have long hair. Like, you know, they've got like glasses and like hats, like, you know, like there's a, there's a sweater with a button down coming yeah, out of it. Like, yeah, you're like what? Like sophisticated gentlemen. And it was right. like, Oh, did I just buy like some weird like Brit pop thing or something or whatever? You know? <laughs> right. And, that, right. and then you put it in. And I, I think it probably helps that I had the, uh, you know, a cassette copy of it. It's my first. Sure. My first copy because you just put it in and just let it go. But, um, you know, and I had a tape player back then in my car. So, yeah, just, you know, in your face. Everything you said about it is is kind of how I feel. It, it uh, you know, I think Great Cop is like one of the. Oh. <laughs> one of the just like in your face songs and when you're an angsty teenager you know and you think all all adults are against you you know great cop is sort of the epitome right. of, of 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 you know of distrust for you know uh you know el- your elders if you will but uh, i'm sure that's not the intent of the song but the, it can easily right. be attributed to that but um and extremely yeah, topical I, now which is yeah, the sure. thing like all these records i feel like have come back around but there's some of the feelings and even like in the artwork, like I remember reading something about the, like that, like weird letter that's like inside the record. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing about in on the kill Taker, like that was an actual thing that was found on the street, like in like somebody's like stuff that was getting evicted out of their house in DC. Like, is this whole yeah. thing, there's like a story about that. And you're just like, yeah. there's no way all this came together in like one way. <laughs> It's like, wow, it's just, yeah, it's great. Well, it's great. They always wrote about topics that, you know, whether it's inequality or, you know, uh, you know, respect for women, um, right. you know, all these things that have, you know, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, you know, five corporations, you know, just right. about, you know, just the same companies. I mean, a lot of that's a lot of, there's a lot of foreshadowing in their writing, but I think at the same time, it, it you know, it just shows that history repeats itself and so they're they're able to write about really important topics at, that seem important at the time and that you know they've just not been solved so they're still important now and so right. um you know it, it works its way out i you know i think i've had i had the cassette copy that i've bought it on cd i have the lp you know i i own the book that was written about it the 33 and a third right um you know it just um that that's the one i think that that uh opened up i think that i think that's where like i think when you start within on the kill taker and you go back and you listen to you know like 13 songs you see how they got to in on the kill taker and so right. i think that explains a little bit of you know it's hard to hard to hard to do this whole thing of like you know you know what's the records what's the fugazi records you go to the most it's kind of hard to start that uh it's hard to explain the bottom ones without knowing what your top ones are and so i think right. it helps to know like well if i came in on in on the kill taker you know, then I was, then I could only go back from there, you know? Right. So, um, it, it brought, it, it, it educated me on how they got to that sound, but it also sets you up, you know, to, to, to be excited about what's coming next. And, uh, I just, absolutely. I mean, I, I didn't grow up with, uh, uh, you know, well, I had a cousin who would tell me about bands, but he lived in Chicago. So like, we didn't really talk a lot. And so, it wasn't like I had that person being like, you need to listen to this band or, Oh, if you like that, right. band, you should go to this or like, Oh, check out everything on discord because you'll love it. You know, like there was right. that. So it was just that, uh, constant 
you know, shot in the dark of like, okay, I think I've heard about this or my favorite, uh, you know, was just reading liner notes. You know what I mean? Like you read, right. you, you read the bands that were thanked by the band that you bought. Right. And then you said, right. okay, you made a note. Like I got to go listen to all these bands, you know? And so, right. you know, and that was one thing I think that was always so great about discord was no matter what they did, they always kept their prices where you yep. could discover new bands and even if they had a band or two you know i i don't like everything on discord but you know even right. if even if you found a thing or two that wasn't quite your cup of tea you know it it, it wasn't like man i just spent 20 dollars on that you know where right you'd find a major label you know cd at the time and drop 20 bucks on it and be like i only like two songs on this whole thing you know and it's exactly. an hour and a half long you know so yeah you know, they always kept everything down you know in a way that would 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 uh would make it so that you could uh uh, you know, find your way through their catalog and find interesting things. But uh, yeah, and on the Kill Taker was that door that, uh, you know, opened up all that for me. So it did not, it not only opened up Fugazi for me, but obviously Discord and, you know, and then you start finding out about, you know, Minor Threat and Teen Idols, you know, and it's just like, sure. oh, this is just a big family tree, you know, and so, yeah. you know, that, that in on the Kill Taker was what kind of opened that up for me. So it, it kind of always had a special place in my heart for that reason and i do listen to it a lot <laughs> yeah yes yes and it's also the crazy thing is to think about in on all of this because if you don't count 13 songs as an actual full length that in on the kill taker is only their third record that is true that's true which is crazy <laughs> you're like they went all that way in a very short span of time like five years from like first basically first release till that four to five years and like wow that's a that's a hefty that's a hefty uh move as far as like you know being a a band like just to like nail it so down so tight in that in that span of time is just crazy i mean not that they hadn't already all been in bands prior or not you know skilled musicians or anything like that it's just gelling as a band sometimes can take you know you a long time and yeah, yeah sometimes it never fully happens but they worked it i mean and it's probably because they played so many shows but uh together but um it's just crazy like when you yeah. uh, when revisiting this list i was like oh my god it's only the third record third <laughs> really, full yeah. it's like crazy like what <laughs> um but yeah it's well, uh there we go. It's a good. We survived. We did it. My headache is, has subsided now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would like to clarify to everyone out there that um, there is not a single uh, Fugazi record that I dislike. I actually correct. I really love them all for for all the uh, for all, all the reason that we've mentioned above. And you right. know, I uh, I would I would probably never do this, but they're probably like a prime band for you know building your own sort of greatest hits on a digital service you know what i mean where you yes. can sort of go through and like be like okay starting here and then you kind of you know if there's a couple songs that you're just whatever you know like you know and, and you just build like all like their whole catalog into like a greatest sort of like a discography thing or whatever like you know it would be uh it'd be it would it'd be hard to do i would just end up not doing it because i would just want to listen to all the records do you know what i mean so. right yep yeah, we should we should just find bands who have seven albums, and we'll just we'll just do a series <laughs> of ranking seven album discographies. Oh man! Oh man! 
Yeah. I feel like seven is an okay number. You get beyond that, you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna spend like the next year trying to figure this out. Yeah, seven yeah, is like. Well, yeah, okay. I was, I, I, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm in an interesting spot where, you know, a lot of our, you know, previous past episodes have been like, you know, uh, purchases or whatever. Sure. I'm sort of in this weird spot where I'm, uh, I'm still buying, but I'm, I'm also having to sell. Like I'm like, I have yes. to make some room, and so right. it's hard to be like, oh well, it's like. You know, uh, it's like we had a whole episode, I think, a year ago where I was like, oh, I bought an Iron Maiden record and like I sold it today. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I'm like, right. I never listened to it. Why <laughs> right. do I even have it? Just, why right. do you buy it? I don't know. And so, but but at the same time, like I ordered three things last week, I think, you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, right. so like I'm in this sort of thing where it's like, okay, like I just bought some stuff. I need to sell some things to kind of keep kind of paying for it or whatever. And uh, and so you know, when I was thinking about ideas for like, well, what could we talk about? It's like, what if we just like rank Fugazi? I was like, that's a stupid idea. But then when I went and looked, I was like, you know what? They don't have that many albums. So even right. though it is challenging, it's not right. as challenging because it's not like, let's say like a Sonic Youth is a great example where it's just right. like, huh? Like, I don't even know like, where oh boy. they have so many that it's like, we just take out all the ones that Pitchfork ranked under three. <laughs> <laughs> You may get down to where, you know, you've got it or whatever. But to yeah. that point, you know, uh, you know, that's what, um, you know, what Thurston always said, like, maybe we should have broken up, you know what I mean? So that we right. could have been like a, a revival band and come back because they put out so many and they're, they've had so many odd, just weird, like even instrumental composing things. You're like, right. I don't even know. Is that a Sonic Youth record or what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they're one of those but, bands that like they did that thing where they like, they were crushing it and then they obviously were like we, we want to do this other thing and they did that and it was like yeah i don't really it seems like it's meandering a little bit and then yeah. they like i thought they had like disappeared and were never coming back and then they dropped i think it was like sonic nurse and then yeah. like rather ripped and those were those are now like two i'm giving away if we ever do this those are two of my favorites now yeah me too you know it's yeah, like exactly. well those are really good yeah but, uh, yeah rather ripped is a great record yeah um do you have the demos Fugazi record? Just the like Fugazi demos? Uh, I do not. It's a good one to have. Like, I'm not a big, like, I'm not always like a big B-side demo. You know, like, you know, I'm an idiot and I buy like these giant box sets, you know, and then right. like, like uh, I guess Tom Petty is a good example. And then, you know, of like Wildflowers and I'm like, sweet, I just listen to Wildflowers. <laughs> Yeah, they put the whole thing away. So I'm not a big demos kind of whatever guy, but right. their demos are just as like energetic and fun and enthusiastic as their albums are. And so it's 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 a fun one to own if if you don't have it and you and you find a copy out there. It's uh it, it's it's a good one to add. So just nice. just FYI. So yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we survived this. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, you you have to find the next seven seven albums. I okay. Uh, that, that's <laughs> that's I'll an do interesting it. challenge. I think I already I think I already have one in mind that I think would be good. Mm-hmm. Although I think it might be easier, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, good. I think I'm have one in hand in mind. Good. So we'll good. we'll we'll toss it back and forth and see what we come up with. All right, buddy. Well this was fun, uh yeah. painful, but <laughs> I would I would I'd rather not share the pain with anyone else. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right but I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Bye.